I'm Aaron Gallo. I'm Marty Hogan. And I'm Eric Berry. And we're from the Starfleet Escape Podcast. And you're listening to another great Four Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. It's your good pal, Steve-O, from the 4i Radio Network. I'm here to talk to you about a wonderful designer we all know, uh, Revenge Lover. Illustrates and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. And just do yourself a favor and tell them Steve-O sent you. I know it really doesn't count for anything, but, I mean, come on. Who's gonna, who are you going to trust? You going to trust somebody else? No, you're going to trust me, Steve-O. Because, face it, I'm awesome. Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. Hello. <coughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello, are you okay? I, I was in a rush to plug my microphone in. No, don't. And I started choking, I'm okay. <clears throat> Please, <clears throat> for the love of God, do not kill yourself for this podcast. <clears throat> it is not worth it. <clears throat> piece of chicken went down the wrong pipe. No. Uh, oh, no. <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, I'm okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, Blooper intro. No, I'm kidding. I don't care. Go ahead and use it. Uh, he almost oh died. That's funny. Zach, I need you. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Uh, I'm totally fine. It's fine. It's we're all fine here now. How are you? <laughs> I'll give you a minute to catch up. Uh, that that would be mighty kind of you. It's the Ranger Command Power Hour. It's morphing time! Today on the Power Hour, episode 56, Rangers Thankful, recorded on November 24th, 2015. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four Eyed Radio Network. I'm a ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as TrekkieB47. I'm Zach, also known as the Cinema Slob. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash rangercommandph. There are over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hey, Zach, hey, how's it Eric. going? You know what? It's going great. Fallout is amazing. It I've is. been enjoying Battlefront with our friends over at Talkin' Toku. Big shout out to them. I know. I love those guys. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty awesome. Yep. It was pretty great because last night I was playing Halo 5 with Brian Daigley and Gary, GBakes93. They're both on Twitter. Mm. All of a sudden I get this call on my phone, but it's like the Google Hangouts call. Like the doo 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 doo. Do, 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 do. And I answer it because I see that it's Chris. I'm like, what's going on? In the middle of a Halo match, <laughs> multiplayer match. And they're like, yeah, we're recording the ep- our, like our next to last episode. Woo! And so they kept recording through my match. <laughs> and then I joined them on the rest of their episode. <laughs> By the time people are listening to this, they will have already released it. They're releasing it on Thanksgiving Day, which is two days before this episode releases. 
So yeah, this is our little Thanksgiving special. We've got a couple news items. We're just going to talk a little bit about what we're thankful for in Power Rangers and the fandom this year. And then we're going to read all of the amazing responses that we got from our listeners and what they're thankful for. So let's just dive right into it. The first news item, the Legacy Blade Blaster is out. Yeah. <laughs> it was first spotted in U.S. stores uh, by Pocky Bandit on Twitter, who found them in Upland, California. Last week, online pre-orders went up, and they quickly sold out. But as of now, it's back online again with a store tracker, so you can find it in your area. You can order it online if you want. All of the reviews that I've seen and all of the reactions, everyone seems really happy with it. I can't wait to get mine sometime, hopefully within the next month. Yeah, I would really like to get my hands on one, but probably not going to happen. <laughs> well, who knows? They might warm the shelves of many Toys R Us's for a few months to come because my Toys R Us... They just restocked on the Sabas. Mm. And I'm like, really? Because <laughs> they, you guys barely sold them in a few months. I, Trey of Courage, give forth the spirit and fortitude the golden power possesses. And I, Trey of Heart, embrace you, Jason of Earth, with the kindness and empathy the power holds. And I, Trey of Wisdom, place in your hands the knowledge and experience of my people of Triforia. Use it well. now possess the power drawn from all three of my essences may they aid and protect you in the future thank you for trusting me with it and then we've got like a really big elephant in the room on the fandom <laughs> i know that we couldn't not talk about this uh-huh. i know we used to bag on jdf but you know we called him out on his bull before and i've said before on the show that when anything happens like this we're not going to sugarcoat it right we're going to give it to our listeners straight and we're not going to you know, focus on just one person in, right. in the community being a ass. we're going to try and highlight other people who do it too <laughs> well i mean it is rare when it happens right. like it's not everyday ranger actors are by any means i mean there's a lot of wonderful people not only in the fandom but wonderful actors we've talked to a lot of wonderful people on this show mm. but sometimes for whatever reason things happen but he just flips out yeah we're talking about the d filippo triplets they are best known for portraying trey of triforia in power rangers zeo this happened over this past weekend they just kind of went on this tirade on facebook credit to chris at wrinkle kickback who initially posted, at least that's where I found this. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there was like this weird three-page kind of manifesto type of thing where it was like, you know, the fans are being deceived, all the kids out there are being lied to, blah, 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 blah. And we'll read a bit of it. It's kind of weird. But I think it was just one of the brothers. They took it to comments and they were blaming fans in the comments. It was weird. And... A couple days before that happened, actually, I caught wind of this on on Ranger Command's Twitter because they responded to someone's comment months ago. 
So months ago, Ranger Board like tweeted this thing where it was like, oh, hey, Jason, the Gold Ranger, this and that. And then I retweeted that. Well, someone responded to that, included both of our tags, Mm -hmm. and was like, really, the real Gold Ranger is Trey of Triforia. And it was just some fan, and I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is. He is also the Gold Ranger. And then that was like months ago. That was like four months ago. And then two days before this blow up, the DeFilippo Twitter account was like, oh, yeah, hashtag real Gold Ranger. We know who the real gold is. And I was like, that's kind of weird. Like, they were responding to that person's comment, Mm -hmm. but it included at RangerBoard and at RangerCommandPH Mm -hmm. on Twitter. So I saw that notification. I'm just like, that's a little odd. And I I didn't think anything of it. Checking on their Twitter, before that, I don't think they tweeted anything in months. Mm -hmm. So I was like, that's a little weird to just come out of the blue and just be like, real world ranger. I don't think reading this manifesto word for word is going to be a great idea. Yeah, but... I think if people want to find it, I mean, there are pictures of it, and even though they deleted their post, it's the internet. Nothing stays deleted. Exactly. (laughs) There's a whole thread on Ranger Board that's called the DeFilibo triplets have something to say. Mm -hmm. All the pictures are there. All of the commentary about this whole situation is there. <laughs> it's a little crazy. There was some speculation on forums that because one of their fans freaked out, I'm not going to name the person because it's all over that thread. Mm-hmm. There was some speculation that this fan might have run their social media and might have posted the rants. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe that because their writing styles are completely different. Mm -hmm. This kind of tirade, this three-page typed tirade, it's crazy, but it's like worded. Well, I don't want to say worded right, but (laughs) I mean, there's more thought into it than just kind of like a fan thing. You know what I mean? They got some flack on Facebook after they posted this. Mm-hmm. I actually commented on Facebook. At one point, one of their comments was like, this issue is really important. And I said, is it really important in the grand scheme of things of everything that's happening in the world right now? I just had to say it. I was like, look, with France and ISIS and everything that's going on in the world right now, is this really an important issue? A couple hours after that, they deleted all of their social media accounts. Mm-hmm. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, any of their official accounts gone. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's a little crazy. And the basic gist of it, here's the intro. I'm going to read the intro. Okay. Um, I just want to say I haven't slept in three days over this. I cannot sit back and allow kids to be deceived. This has been the most uncomfortable thing I ever had to do. Explain the characters my brothers and I portrayed because no one else is. So I'm going to give it all to you a piece at a time. And Apparently, Trey was being developed by Shuki Levy. Apparently, it took eight months to develop. Mm -hmm. They trained for months at a dojo. So while Shuki and the writing team for Power Rangers Zio were coming up with all these episodes, there was supposed to be a Power Rangers Zio movie where Trey of Wisdom was going to have a love interest and it would launch a Triforian Ranger spinoff series. Again, none of this is validated. Mm-hmm. In fact, this is like the first time I ever heard of a potential Zio, Zio movie. Yeah, that's nuts. Instead of Turbo. Because I would have been down for a Zio movie. Hell Zio yeah. was a great series. The issue that started all this for them... So here's this part. My brothers and I didn't know 
just how popular the Power Rangers was until the last minute. A member of our team said that Jason the OG Red and Tommy the Green were typecast. They would not be able to work in the biz as a different character for 15 to 20 years. That was the imprint they left on a target audience of 6 to 11-year-olds all over the world. My brothers and I were fine, to be honest. If we did 30 episodes, the movie and the show, was there a possibility we could be typecast too? We couldn't take that chance because we love comedy. And then they went on to say, oh yeah, after PR, we went we went to Warner Brothers, did Boy Meets World step by step. Friends really liked us. They wanted us to play Joey's Cousins, but they said that we didn't look old enough, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So they mentioned all these 90s properties that they were in. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I'm like, well, you guys didn't do anything after that. So they went on to say, therefore, we had to turn it down. I didn't tell Saban that we thought there was a possibility we could be typecast. Didn't think they would understand. So in negotiations, I gave them a number that they had to say no to. And Shuki told us we have our heads too high. We were arrogant. Luckily for us, Shuki and Saban decided to air an introduction to our characters. They go on to apologize and they say, I just wish we knew when we first met with Shuki that typecasting was possible. It was foreign to us. We never heard of anyone being typecast. Still my mistake, and I take full responsibility for it. Then they go on this whole thing about Austin St. John and Brad Hawkins and trying to basically explain the original premise for Trey of Triforia. And they're saying, this is my favorite line of this. So to be blunt, ASJ and Brad should be thanking us rather than trying to portray us to make money and deceive the kids in the process. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what? They go on to say, Brad, I hear, portrays himself as the voice of the Gold Ranger. Is that true? No, of course not. He's the voice of Trey. Both characters, Trey, the mysterious protector, and Trey, the real Gold Ranger. He should be advertising himself as the voice of Trey, both characters. If he is not, he is lying and deceiving the fans. Yeah, that whole sentence is crazy town. This makes no sense. Brad Hawkins was brought in to overdub their voices because from what I hear, they had heavy accents and that's not what they wanted to portray in Power Rangers. Mm -hmm. So they brought in Brad Hawkins to do the voice of the Gold Ranger. So yeah, when Brad Hawkins says, Hey, I was the voice of the Gold Ranger. It's true. He was. was. That was a job he was paid for. And then this other line that they say, ASJ, I hear, portrays himself as the Gold Ranger or the second Gold Ranger with no mention of Trey. Is he that? No, of course not. The Gold (laughs) Ranger is Trey. ASJ is the temporary host of Trey's Gold Ranger powers. Not even a temporary Gold Ranger. Oh, Uh, gee. Austin St. John, they brought back Jason to be the bearer of the Gold Ranger powers. That was like the whole reason... You know, Trey got sick, blah, blah, blah. And who knows? Maybe maybe these guys really did ask for too much money. And so Shuki and company said, well, we're going to have to write your characters out, which it sounds like what they did. Mm-hmm. You know, Trey, got, Trey was sick. He had to pass on his powers. And that was a golden opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was a perfect opportunity to bring back Austin St. John. Yeah. 
I think Zio is amazing because Jason came back. Yeah. As a kid, I was like, holy crap. And it was such a huge moment in Power Rangers. And that's not belittling the character of Trey of Triforia. When I originally saw those episodes, I thought Trey was such a unique concept. Mm -hmm. And it was exploring the Power Rangers universe of, like, aliens different planets. I mean, Mighty Morphin had more different planets and aliens in it than Super Megaforce had. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There was so much world building going on during those early seasons of Power Rangers, Zeo especially. I mean, Zeo set up the whole, like, kind of like the empire of evil going on with all the different past villains, which carried on to Turbo and then eventually in space. Like, they laid a lot of the groundwork for, like, different planets and, and all that stuff in Zeo. And then Mighty Morphin Season 3 when they did the Masked Rider crossover. Mm-hmm. When I first saw Trey's character, I really enjoyed the character. It was so unique to have an alien be three people at once and different aspects of the personality. There's no denying that that was a very unique concept. And very original for Power Rangers. That was totally different from the Sentai. Mm -hmm. Absolutely as different as you could get. That's not diminishing what the DeFilippo triplets brought to Power Rangers. And I think they really should take pride in that. Even if they didn't get a full movie and, you know, a spinoff series. And who knows how that would have even worked because the Sentai footage wouldn't be enough to support it. Mm -hmm. So the potential of being very expensive, for whatever reason, it didn't happen. Especially if they were asking for an exorbitant amount of money. My whole thing about their rant boils down to one thing. They did this to themselves. Oh, yeah. They admitted it. They priced themselves out of a negotiation, and it didn't work out. And they had their role reduced significantly. That's not the fans' fault. That's not anyone's fault except theirs. That was why I was so confused as to why this rant had to even happen, especially 20 years after the fact. If you're jealous of Austin St. John and Brad Hawkins going to different conventions, and from what I've seen, they're not misrepresenting the Gold Ranger at all. They're pretty straight up. Austin St. John was in that suit way more than the DeFilippo triplets, or Trey of Triforia's character. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was the bearer of the Gold Ranger. In reality, five people played this character. You know, the DeFilippo triplets, Austin St. John, Brad Hawkins... They were all part of this Gold Ranger that our buddy Chris obsesses with. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I felt bad for Chris because I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. As a fan of the Gold Ranger, now to have this stigma attached to it because of these actors decided 20 years later to just go off and blow up on this. Mm-hmm. It's probably just one of the brothers and maybe the other two did damage control and that's why the, their social media is gone. We don't know. Yeah. And most likely we'll probably never know. But when you leave a mark like that, when you create such a stink and air out all that dirty laundry in the fandom, does no one any good. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure Saban Brands doesn't want to get involved in this at all. And that's the thing. I think they did, like, maybe two conventions ever. I know they did one of the Power Morphicons and and some other con out in California. Mm -hmm. 
But if you're jealous of Austin St. John and Brad Hawkins, and if you think they're misrepresenting the character, then try to go to more conventions. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Open up a fan page. Well, they had a fan page, but sell autographs, do YouTube videos, do things. Right. It's clear that at least this one brother is super passionate about portraying right. Trey of Triforia. That's the case. Hell, they to... they even did a no hate shoot. In the costume. Mm-hmm. They were fully dressed up as Trey of Triforia. They had the golden power staff toy. I remember that shoot. That's amazing. Like, if you're in that involved and you're in that passionate about a character that happened, you know, 20 years ago, then embrace it. Don't unleash upon the fandom. It's not our fault. And there were some comments after they posted that on their Facebook that were... All the comments were very level-headed, at least from the fans. Uh, There was a lot of fans that were celebrity blindsided and were just like, oh yeah, fully man, f*** those guys. Mm -hmm. You know, you're always going to have those type of people. But there were some legitimate people in those Facebook comments that were like, wow, where is this coming from? You're part of this legacy just as much as, you know, Austin St. John and Brad Hawkins are. What's the deal? And... For them to, like, completely shut that down, it's just, it's sad. It it really is. I wish this didn't even happen. Like, I wish we weren't talking about this. Because they've been off the grid for a while, Mm -hmm. and that's cool. They have families. That's amazing. Do the family thing if that's what you want to do. Do what you need to do to support your family. Have fond remembrances of your time on the show. And leave it at that. But if you want to be at conventions, just do them. There's plenty of people and plenty of other actors now in Power Rangers that have this convention experience. Any one of them can help these guys out getting to a convention. If they're so concerned about ASJ and Brad Hawkins, I don't know why they couldn't just privately reach out to him and say, hey, can we do some kind of quintuple billing or something? Like the complete Gold Ranger experience. Do something like that. I guarantee there are fans that would pay out the nose to do something like that. Absolutely. Curse, curse. I would. To have a picture with the five people who portrayed the Zeo Gold Ranger in some way, that would be pretty epic. Yeah. Not going to lie. But now, after this, I don't think that's ever going to happen. And that's sad. One of the last things that they said, I'm going to read the last paragraph of this. So, to protect kids, Saban, Shuki, and everyone involved in creating the Trey character, if ASJ and Brad do not start respecting the Trey character the way they should, and I have to take time away from caring for my family to come back to deal with them, they will be accountable for their actions. It will be a nightmare for them that will never end. The people that know me know what I'm talking about. We have very loyal fans because they appreciate and respect Shuki's creation. They are insulted and ashamed of you, ASJ and Brad Hawkins, as rightfully they should be. They will keep me posted and make sure you both are representing your part in the Trey character accurately and precisely as it should be. ASJ, you will make sure all Power Ranger fandom sites and cons take the appropriate action to make sure they follow suit as well, or you pay the ultimate price. And that's how they ended it. You're begging for trouble with phrasing like that. Oh, yeah. If I were a convention or as a fan, completely shuts out my desire To support them in any way. Mm -hmm. Even before they took down their page, I started unfollowing it. Because I was like, I don't want to deal with that level of drama. Exactly. And I mean... It's it's 20 years ago. That's my thing. There are two ways to handle that kind of thing. The way they handled it, which was terribly, 
or mm-hmm. the way where you privately, like you said, approach Austin St. John, approach Brett Hawkins, and be like, hey guys, I'm feeling like we're not being represented as much as we, like what you said earlier, let's, let's do a quintuple billing kind of thing. Like, if you want to go out there and get recognized, you have to make it happen. Exactly. You cannot just exactly. sit back and wait to be recognized. Because it'll never happen. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Speaking from personal freaking experience here. There was a logical way this could have all gone down from meeting Brett Hawkins at PMC meeting Austin St. John, I know these guys are 110% approachable, cool dudes. And if the DeFilippo triplets just probably approached them privately and said, hey guys, maybe we should all do a convention experience together. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure ASJ and Brad could have pulled some strings to make that happen. Oh yeah. You know, with, with their agents, with their stuff. What an amazing promotional event that could be. But now after this, that's never going to happen. And that's that's really sad. I feel like that's taking away something from the fandom. Mm-hmm. They could have had this great opportunity, and instead, whoever was running, whichever of the triplets it was running the social media account, decided to stick mm-hmm. their foot in their mouth and then blow any chance of that kind of thing happening in the future. And that's sad, like you said. It is. Yeah. And even after this, the main thing you don't do, like after a PR blunder like this, is delete all of your social media. Mm-hmm. Because instantly you've just lost thousands of likes, hundreds of Twitter followers, however many YouTube subscriptions mm-hmm. that they had. You instantly lose all of that. And I know some accounts you can bring back before a certain period of time, whatever. But to me, it's like the damage is already done. But even after something like that, the last thing you want to do is completely torch all of your accounts. Mm-hmm. Just like cool down, let better heads prevail, and issue some kind of apology. Mm-hmm. Sure, the damage is already done, but at least you have a way to say, I'm sorry. Now they don't. If these pages stay deleted, they do not have a way to apologize for this. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. It really is. I've never met them, but from what I've seen from like convention videos, you know, the few that are out there of them, they seem like cool dudes. They seem like regular, cool, family-loving, golf-playing dudes. Mm-hmm. They got out of acting. They're just living their lives. That's pretty awesome. You did your thing. You left a mark on this franchise. Now they're leaving a different mark, mm-hmm. and that sucks. Yeah, it really does suck. This whole thing, I think, just got blown entirely out of proportion, and because of that, now the fandom suffers. Yeah. Absolutely. So my whole point was, this is our Thanksgiving episode, and my point is, I don't think they were thankful of what they had in this fandom. But we're going to turn it around, and we're going to say what we're thankful for, and what our listeners are thankful for. Because even though this is a hobby, this is a fandom, all of us have made lasting friendships because of this show. We just want to say thanks. Our topic, Rangers Thankful, what we're thankful for in Power Rangers and the fandom this year. First, I'm thankful that Dino Charge has brought more positivity in the quality of the show and also the return of Chip Lynn to Power Rangers. I think the show is dramatically improved over the past few years. Dino Charge isn't perfect by any means, but I think it's on the right track to bring us a better quality Power Rangers that we've had in the past. I'm also thankful that Dino Charge is giving us something to look forward to reviewing. I'm legitimately happy to talk about Dino Charge and to geek out about it mm-hmm. on the show. So I'm thankful that Dino Charge exists. 
I also want to say I'm very thankful to our listeners, all of our supporters who continue to believe in us and listen every other week. Some of them have become really good friends, and I wish AP were here for this, but I'm really thankful to my amazing two co-hosts, AP and, and you, Zach. It's always fun recording with you guys and talking behind the scenes and collaborating on different stuff. And I mean, you're not just my co-host, but you're my friends. And finally, I'm thankful to my biggest supporter, my girlfriend, Teresa, who's been really understanding and she also listens to the podcast. Just this year, it's been really great watching Dino Charge with her and watching her learn more about the show that I love as a fan. That's what I'm thankful for. Oh, you you big softy, you. I really am. But what are you thankful for? Well, then? you know, I'm so thankful for the amazing friends that I've made through doing this podcast through this fandom. It's been absolutely amazing to be able to spend my free time talking with you and with AP and with our buddies over at Talking Toku. I have friends that I wouldn't have had otherwise, you know, doing this show. Yeah. You know, it's funny because when I created my Twitter account, it was originally for my old cinema slob mm-hmm. review show and i was like well i guess i'm not gonna be doing twitter much and then of course that's when you were like hey i need help doing this show i've been on twitter more <laughs> than ever because yeah. of doing this show like i'm on twitter constantly now and it's great interacting with with our listeners with our supporters who again just like you said i am so thankful for them they make everything we do so worth it absolutely you guys out there listening you are amazing and Really, we absolutely appreciate every single one of you for for hanging with us and, and helping us out. And of course, last but certainly not least, I am thankful for how wonderful it's been to have uh, Chip Lynn on board with this amazing Dino Charge cast to make it one of the best series in recent years. And again, like you said, it's not 100% perfect, but it is right. absolutely an improvement over what we've had the past few years. And again, it just it gives us so much to talk about and to, to theorize and we get excited about it. Like when we were first getting episode synopses and we're like, Ooh, famous in New Zealand. I wonder what that's going to be about. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Having this level of program, I think mm-hmm. invigorates us because you know, when, when super mega force was out, we were just like, Oh yeah, they did this. It's the thing that happened. Yeah. <laughs> We certainly didn't review every episode. Right, right. We didn't bother to. Exactly. Um, we were so just kind of meh on the whole thing. But then Dino Charge came in and was like, check it out. Here's good writing. Here's great acting. Here, Well, okay. Great acting for Power Rangers. Let me put <laughs> for that Power in Rangers. heavy quotations. But it's been wonderful. It's been absolutely wonderful. And I couldn't be more thankful for all of that. So before we get into our listeners, we're going to do our mid-roll end. So for you listeners of Ranger Command Power Hour, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a 30-day free trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Audible is excited to announce that the Harry Potter series is now available to download through Audible. The Harry Potter series is written by J.K. Rowling and chronicles the life of a young wizard and his friends who attend the Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. All seven novels... From Sorcerer's Stone to the Deathly Hollows are now available at audible.com. So right now, the Harry Potter series is available to those who sign up for the 30-day free trial membership and is also available to purchase. To download the Harry Potter series or another free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash rangercommandph. 
Again, that's audibletrial.com slash rangercommandph for your free audiobook. And I got to say... the whole series, that's awesome. I think I'm going to pick this up because I have seen the movies, but I never read the book. But I think having, like, an audiobook will give some of that, like, movie type of experience. So... I think I'm going to pick this That's, up. Yeah, I, I kind of want to as well. I did read the first four books, mm-hmm. and yeah, those were some really fun reads. Uh, I think the audiobook, like you said, would be a really fun way to experience the stories as well. All right, so now we're moving on to our Ranger Nation Answers segment where we asked, what are you thankful for in the Power Ranger show or fandom? So on Facebook, Steve Martinez said, I'm thankful for the fun people I have met in the fandom and getting to hang out with some of them at local cons in Chicago and Paramorphicon. Charlie Niermeyer says, Creators who are actually passionate about making a good show rather than just doing a copy-paste of the Sentai. Oh, absolutely. Vince Ariola said, Thankful for the great people I've gone to meet over the years. Without them, I really would not appreciate the show the way I do now. Whether it's on social media or in person, they really make me enjoy the franchise. I can say many of them have become good people to talk to, and I can call them friends. Matthew Dickens says, Thankful to meet other people like me who enjoy the franchise. Oh, and our Lord and Savior, Chip Lynn. Uh, Robbie Eleanor said, One of my longest friendships. Me and my friend Jason bonded as kids with our shared love of MMPR during season one, and we are friends to this day. I even came to his Halloween party a few years ago as the Red Mighty Morphin Ranger. It was a big part of our friendship, and it means a lot to me. Anthony Dio says, how accessible the actors are. And I got to expand upon this. It's really true. Like you can get Mm -hmm. on and tweet at Yoshi, tweet at Michael, tweet at James, tweet at Brett, tweet at any of them. And they're like, yeah, Hey, thanks for watching. Thanks for being a fan. It seems like the other casts aren't that accessible with a few exceptions. Like there are Mm -hmm. actors from some seasons who are just like constantly there for the fans. But, like, this whole cast is on Twitter constantly talking with fans. Oh, yeah. Yoshi especially. We've had Yoshi on the show. He's so just chill and jokes around. He really appreciates, like, fan art that he gets. All of that stuff. So, and I think social media is a great way just to prove how accessible some of the actors are. Mm -hmm. And also conventions. Pretty much a majority of Ranger actors are starting to or have done conventions. And, yeah, just... Just like go to a convention, go to Ranger Stop, go to Power Morphicon, go to any of these conventions mm-hmm. that have a Ranger actor. They're they're so accessible. And like it's got me excited for Power Morphicon next year when we'll be able to actually mm-hmm. say, Hey Yoshi, we're the Ranger Command guys, thank you for being on our show. Yeah, and just to, to, to meet up with him and then, you know, maybe possibly make some connections and get some other Dino Church guest members on the show. I'm just saying. <laughs> Yeah, Anthony Dios makes a great point. The actors are super accessible. Emmanuel Cobian said, I'm thankful for all the hard work Saban and Bandai have been doing for Power Rangers with the show and the toy line, both the Legacy line and Dino Charge. I'm thankful for Ranger Command Power Hour, Talkin' Toku, Ranger Danger, and Super Sentai Bros for podcasting. Bruno and Mia on MMPR Toys, Shuiken Shinobi, TJ Omega for toy reviews, and the fans who drive this fandom. Happy holidays, may the power protect you this season, and see you all at PMC 
next summer. Scott Sandler says, I'm thankful for the friends in the fandom and the content they're able to provide. From the show, I'm thankful that there's actually heart being put into the show's production again, that Saban realized that kids' shows are at a higher standard than there was in the early 90s. I'm also thankful that this year saw even more actors join the convention circuit after years of largely being unheard of from in the fandom. All right, this is a long one from Ashton James Brown, but we're going to get through it. Although I am from the United Kingdom and Thanksgiving's cultural significance is negligible to me, I am very much thankful for Power Rangers, its fandom, and the wider tokusatsu fandom. As an individual who is on the autistic spectrum, my teenage years were turbulent at best. Power Rangers allowed me to lose myself in fantastical world where heroes overcame their obstacles with not only an incredible arsenal of technology, advanced or mystical weaponry, but also the bonds that have been formed between them. The exceptionally diverse nature of the show's leads compared to other shows with ludicrously monochrome casts also showed me that heroes come in all colors, with TJ and Jack being heroes of mine as I was growing up. I'm also exceptionally thankful for the absurdly passionate fandom that the show has. When I initially discovered Ranger Board in late 2005, at the age of 13, it was like I had found a home away from home. Through the fandom, I've discovered and developed a passion for pixel art. Joining Ranger Board, Ranger Talk, which is now Ranger Vision, I believe, and Henshin Justice a few years later, also exposed me to Super Sentai, Kamen Rider, various other Henshin hero shows, and the wider tokusatsu fandom. I have also become an avid podcast listener with RCPH, Dance Toku Rants, The Grid, and Toku Ladies catching my ears with their insightful and at times hilarious discussion. My profuse apologies for the micro-essay, but that in short is just a few of the things I'm thankful for. P.S. I forgot to mention that I first started out listening to RangerCast. Tyler and Impy's verbal jousting was hilarious. Your Ranger Nation Spotlight episode with Tyler Waldman was awesome. It was pure unadulterated nostalgia. Holy crap, Ashton. Thank you so much for that. It wasn't a micro essay. That was just really nicely worded. It was from the heart, man. And we appreciate it so much. Thanks a lot. Kate Smothers says, I'm thankful for Zio bringing Jason and Adam together on the same team. In the fandom, I'm thankful for Judd, Chip Lynn coming back and he, he, Yoshi shirtless picks heart emoticon. <laughs> well, there there are many a, a lady and quite a few of the gentlemen who appreciate Yoshi's shirtlessness, I will tell you what. <laughs> uh moving on to Twitter, Lucky Akaza at Tokyo to Go said the show and fandom got me back into writing and doing art more after being in a creative slump for a while, smiley face. Kyle at Deadpool underscore Ranger says, For all of the awesome friends I've made here on Twitter in the fandom, can't wait to meet everyone at PMC5. All right. Oh, yeah. Solomon D at Solomon underscore D said, The camaraderie. It's so fun collectively theorizing and geeking out over things we see in the show. At Sentai5 says, Getting me into video editing, fan openings, battles, etc., and the cast and crew's fine efforts over the years. Hashtag thankful. Joshua Aaron Moore at Kentucky Jam said, I'm thankful for all the cool folks I met through the fandom and the lessons Power Rangers taught me and remind me of when I watch. 
I'm also thankful for folks like Shout Factory and Bandai America for giving us adult fans some high-quality products. Amen to that. Amen to that indeed. TetG at TetG17 says, I am thankful that this season of Power Rangers is so great. I am also grateful that through this fandom, I am understanding my boyfriend's world and his hobby. Love you, Eric. Smiley emoticon. Yay. <laughs> happy hugs for happy friends. <laughs> Shinji <laughs> Japanese words. <laughs> At Tora X Shinji said, I'm thankful for Sentai and Shotaru Ishinomori, because without Sentai and Ishinomori, we wouldn't have Power Rangers. That's true. That's true. Mr. Mike at M. Lundstead says, I am thankful for Bulk and Skull, because they were the only characters that taught kids valuable lessons for life. Were they? Uh, <laughs> I'm not really sure. I'll get hit in the face as a valuable life lesson. But, okay, I'll go with it. I know to dodge pies because of yeah, that. Yeah, oh, there you go. Maybe that's what it is. RJ Sills Uchihabro at Anime Redneck 96 said, All the awesome friends and relationships I've made due to the show. The entire gang over at Toku Nation and y'all here at RCPH are awesome. And I'm thankful to know everyone. Yeehaw. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> The the Ranger Talk at the Ranger Talk says, I am thankful for the amazing fandom and all the creations that have come out of it, such as our CPH. Also the friendships. Kickback at Toku Nation at Wrinkle. The amazing friendships I've made through your podcast as well as the Ranger Nation family as a whole. And vanilla ice cream. I love vanilla ice cream. Oh yeah. Shane Leonard at Shane Alenko says I am thankful for mostly not being looked down upon for what I like in the fandom of a show that has special meaning to me. John at Tyranno John said, Chip Lynn and all the fans out there still watching and keeping the show going, even after Super Mega Force. <laughs> Jay Awesome at Scruffy Punk Kid says, Chip coming back and not allowing more destruction of a much-loved Sentai. DJ Monkey Ranger at Monkey Ranger said, I'm thankful for the friends and fans I have made in this fandom and that we have such a long-lived show to love. And finally, Stephen Martinez at Stephen Martinez 90 says, I already wrote on the Facebook page, but adding, thankful for the work you do on the podcast slash meet some of the hosts at cons. Oh, yeah. Steven's a cool dude. I've met him several times through various conventions. He's local here in Chicago. I just want to say, as a final note, I hope everyone has an amazing Thanksgiving. Uh, Whether you celebrate or not, enjoy the weekend. I know this will be after Black Friday, but stay safe, for the love of God. Stay safe, stay sane, and wait for Cyber Monday. Exactly. Eat the turkey or ham or whatever it is you eat. Chill oh, out. Hang on. There's- I got it. As long as we're talking about turkey, this is Zach's Recipe Corner. The best way to enjoy the leftovers brought to you by Zach LaVoy. You take a piece of bread. Okay. You layer some of the leftover turkey on it. Your choice of meat, of course, whether you like the white meat or the dark meat, doesn't matter. Okay. On top of that, you would lay potatoes. My personal choice, I take the stuffing. Because I like stuffing more than I like potatoes. Mm-hmm. Then you put the other top half of the bread on, so that you've essentially made a sandwich of all of this. And then you douse that mother in gravy and 
go to town. Mm. Oh, that sounds good. It is something my dad taught me, and without fail, I have made it from leftovers every year, and it is the best. Mm. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, it's carbo-heavy, so if you're trying to do the, the no-carb or the light-carb deal, you're going to want to stay away from it. But if you're like me and you're like, I live once and that's it, I'm going to enjoy food, right. go nuts. I think I might try that. It's pretty darn good. This weekend. <laughs> it's, oh, I like, I am looking forward to that more than I'm looking to act forward to actual Thanksgiving. Okay, cool. I'm just looking forward to spending time with my family and just chilling out. Yeah. Also, there's a new Power Rangers Dino Charge, so you're probably listening to this either before or after the show. It's uh, the 19th episode, so it's like the penultimate, yeah. like right before the finale of season one. I think this is so. like the part semi part one where we're gonna find out like who the new purple ranger is gonna be <laughs> excuse me spoiler alert sorry I had a little <laughs> something in my throat oh yeah it must be a plesiozord <laughs> um <laughs> it's an gem. wow how'd that get down there so do not um, yeah so ranger nation let us know what you think if you have questions email us at ranger command power hour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com Goodbye, everyone. Happy holidays. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, thank you, and just be thankful for what you have. Later. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at rangercommandph, and like us on Facebook dot com slash ranger command power hour this is trucky b47 from the ranger command power hour and you are listening to the four-eyed radio network ranger command is now on patreon become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks by pledging you are helping us make our show even better Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks. This has been another great presentation of the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch more shows at foureyedradio.com.